Hello, this is the guest list. Rowan is currently too unemployed and poor to afford a proper voiceover artist. My name is Madeline. I am a free effect on internet, and I will do his voiceovers for now. Lucky he is extremely handsome and charming, or I guess I would be doing this for less free. I am so lucky I can't believe it. Thank you, Madeline. The fuck? Uh, I guess that's that's what you get when you find help on the internet. <laughs> Hello, this is the guest list. This is the first episode, and the first guest is Benson. Benson is an Australian DJ now living in Tinseltown, as he likes to call it. Los Angeles, baby. Doing great things, making great music. His new song, Hella Good, out with Nico the Kid, is a smash. Go and enjoy that in your own time. But now let's get into the episode with the wonderfully funny Benson. Yeah, and then... Yeah, I've got a bit of a makeshift set up in my bedroom at the moment because my housemate is uh, watching the NFL. So really, <laughs> it's been good. It's been over a year now since uh, <sighs> since I moved over here, so it's gone really quick. Um, but yeah, it's been incredible. It's had so many awesome opportunities and shows, and met so many people. And um, yeah, I mean, America is crazy expensive, so. I'm doing the podcast and the phone's actually sitting on top of um, some washing detergent. So <laughs> oh, it's yeah. not it's not too fancy at the moment. Um, I should say as well, for everyone um, everyone listening that doesn't know Benson, I, I try to forget like when I'm talking to friends is that I've known you for six, seven years, but some people may have no idea who you are. Benson, uh, yep. killer Australian DJ, uh, has been doing it for a long time and at a very high level and said, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm going to America. I'm going to America and I'm going to make a big deal out of it. And now he is making a big deal out of it. We also, I mean, I saw the show at the, is it the Academy they caught in LA? Um, it was an exchange. On exchange. Because yeah. that's massive yeah. there. It's a big joint. Yeah. And that doesn't just happen if you're, you know, I wouldn't say if you're an Australian DJ and you kind of do a lot in Australia and then you come over to America to do some shows, it'd be much harder to get those shows. Is that right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess in LA, there's probably three or four, I guess, of the really big clubs, um, Exchange, Academy, Sound. Um, mm. I'd say, yeah, they're probably like the three of the big main ones. And I've been lucky enough to play all of them um, a couple of times, which has been awesome. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, they, they're, they're sort of big. It's, it's not like a super club, but it's like, Mm. You know, they hold 15, like a couple thousand people. So um, it's always just, and they really go all out on the production and, um, you know, the lighting design and um, all the LED screens. So it's, yeah, it's it's such a crazy experience. But I mean, I also do miss playing in little sweat box clubs as well. They're always almost funner. Wait, wait, like like the revolver? Oh, I don't mind a little cheeky one at revs. Well, revs, 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 rev, rev, rev them up. Um, that national tour, by the way, is coming. So did you want to go over them? Uh, yeah, we can go over them. Sure. Let's do it. Um, all right. Let's go through these places. Starting in Townsville. Flinders. Yeah, is it Flinders? Country up there. I love it up there. I've been playing up in Townsville for like, since I really started DJing. Jake Reed, the big dog who runs the show up there as well. It's like one of my close, close friends that I, I think when I first started playing in Townsville, um, yeah, I was playing at one of his nights and then I just keep getting welcome back. Played at a few other venues as well. So it's always it's always good to get up there. They love Jonathan Thurston's as well. They love JT. He's the king. We wear a Cowboys jersey, just really fit in with the guys. 
the way you get them going is you just if you're just losing them in town tour, you just say, "Fucking go, Cowboys!" and instantly everyone just comes back into it. Do something, Thurston. Do something. Yeah. Um, down to Brisbane. Uh, then yep. let's the so La La Land's obviously great. Everyone knows Fortune Valley. It's if you're not familiar with it, it's um, frightening how how nuts that place gets. Um, but let's move to uh, Melbourne. Let's move to Revolver. I think. I think even my nan would have heard of Revolver. Revolver, if you haven't heard of it, is this, again, sweat den, but it doesn't shut, right? And you being from Melbourne would be very familiar with Revolver. Um, Friday nights, they open um, and they go all day, all night Friday night till about lunchtime on Saturday. They mm. shut the doors. They, they clean up. Yeah, <laughs> There's yeah. a lot to clean up. Um, <laughs> and then they reopen again at night and then it goes all night Saturday night from maybe like 9 p.m. All day Sunday okay. till Monday morning about 5 a.m. So I actually lived like 100 meters um, from Revolver for a few years. And on a Monday morning, if you're down, if you go down Chapel Street, just park out the front, have a grab yourself a coffee <laughs> if you're feeling smug, and just watch and roll out because it's just incredible. It is, um, it makes you feel good about yourself when okay. you're not, yep. <laughs> but. Also, there's plenty of times where I've been on the other receiving end as well. So that was my next question. How many times have you been in there till Monday? What do they call that? The Revolver Weekend? Uh, the, yeah, the Trifecta. The Trifecta. <laughs> so how many times? Four? I don't know. Probably 20. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and look, that's part of your DJ pilgrimage, I think. You know, you really just... Yeah, that's just networking, brother. It's just a little bit of networking <laughs> for three days. <laughs> so if you play there a lot, you've played there a lot of time, or you just party a lot. No, I actually first started, I first played there um, probably over 10 years ago um, mm. and I was playing quite regularly on Thursday nights, a few Friday nights here and then. And then there was a few times where, sorry, the sirens going off in the background because we're- Mate, LA, it's your, your Hollywood. Angeles, you, the Los where Angeles are you? lullabies. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, they'll put you to sleep. That'll but um, yeah, a few, few times the uh, Sunshine, which is one of the, she's one of the- Long-time residents there. I think she's always been there for 20 years. She used to invite mm. um, me down to play 7 a.m. to lunchtime on a Saturday morning. You could you just wake up fresh and just go into the club and yeah. just tear it for five hours and then go get lunch, I think. So you just, you just start you get, your or, day yeah. like just normal, yeah. going to the airport. No, going for a set. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, so I cut my teeth there and then – I hadn't played there for quite a long time. I'd supported Fat Boy Slim there once before, like maybe Sick. five or six years ago. But then I re I got back into Revs, yeah, last last year and threw a bit of a party there before I moved. And it was just so good. Just such a great club. And um they got bank you know, they got Banksy's original Banksy's throughout the place as well. Revolver. Yeah, on the walls. Well yep. how many? They're covered One? in perspects. Three or four maybe. Original Banksy's. Just, yep. Like they just buy them or they like, they just, he, uh, gave he came them. in, he came into revolver and did them really? in there. Yeah. They're like on, it's actually on the wall. Like they're not, Oh, he's done it on the wall. Prince. They actually came in and then now they're covered in like a perspex um, glass type thing. Um, and another fun fact about revs, it's actually a restaurant at night during the week. Well, I was going to say to you, I've actually never done a dirty night at revs. I've only been in there for a palmy. Well, they don't do palmies. It's Thai food. <laughs> what did I have then? Maybe I was that drunk. I thought it was a palmy. <laughs> Honest to God. <laughs> Mate, there's some curries. You could have got a mixed up. Maybe you got a curry. Got I don't know. When I was 18, 19, a couple of us went to Melbourne because my birthday's in March. So, like, yep. a lot of my mates were 17. So, a couple of us went up there and we just went to the Crown and we just had an absolute ball in Melbourne. But I don't remember a lot of it. Um, mm-hmm. Lost a lot of money. That's good. Lost a lot of money. Yep. 
um, at the strippers. We thought they loved us. Didn't love us. Did not love us. Yeah, I thought you were going to say gambling, but no. No, <laughs> no, we're not that cool. So, no, we're not that cool. Yeah. What else have you got on this yeah. tour? Club Above. Now, that that, yeah. is that is cool as people say it is to DJs. I've been there. I love it. I love Nuku and the guys that run it. Um, and yeah. I'm normally, you know, the tosser behind the decks hanging out like a legend. But what is it mm-hmm. like when you're playing Club Above? Because I wasn't there when Ooh, you played. I was off... I was doing something else. I can't remember. I think I had a gig on. But well, how was it for you? It was great. It was actually one of the better city shows that I'd done in like probably the last three or four years. Wow. I think um, Sydney had some really great clubs when I was growing up. I used to play a lot at World Bar, Chinese Laundry especially mm-hmm. as well. They're like mm. two really amazing places to play. Um, yeah, cut my teeth sort of through that um, King's Cross early era. But then um, with the lockout laws, a lot of clubs really – shut down um and then yeah. post covid uh you know laundry is not open anymore you know there's not that many wasn't really that many places to play the sort of music that i would um do during my sets and then sort of club above feels like it's really filled that void in sydney in the space and they've put a lot of effort into the place as well you can you can tell by the production if you've ever been there um and the ivy is a lovely venue, a little bit too fancy for people like me and you, but they let us Correct. in. And also, I think people get turned off with the Ivy because a lot of 18-year-olds go there on like a Thursday. But I think that what they're mm-hmm. really doing well is these Club Above is, I would say, aimed at, you know, between 23, 24 to, you know, mid-30s even because it's good music. Yeah, and I mean, they, they do all great. There's a, the, this um, the Sunday party that finally tuned. It's Lost Sundays that they do there as, as an absolute rippers as well. So there is there's some good things bubbling in Sydney at the moment. There's a lot of little independent shows that local promoters are chucking on as well. So, yeah, it's good. It's good. It feels like it's um, coming back a little bit, which is great. Dude, Werribee? Werribee. We're going to the Burbs, baby. We're going everywhere. We're doing it all. <laughs> oh, my God. What I mean, Werribee, that's I can't great. remember the last time I'd been down to Werribee for a show, Mint Lounge back in the day. But um, Mint Lounge. Actually, when we used to play there back in the day, uh, fun fact, um, uh, James Favor, who is Dom Dollar's manager, used to own, yes. he bought a nightclub down there when he was like 19 or 20 or something. And he used to book us all like 10 years ago. <laughs> Great. No one else would book us. Yeah, no one else would book us, but he used to always, always invite us down. We used to stay at his mum's place. Um, there's a few of the local Werribee legends that, would let us crash at their parents' joint. And there was a pizza shop next door. And after you'd play in Werribee, you'd, that, you'd go next to the pizza shop. And the pizza, the owner would just love this so much. He just used to let us get behind and just make pizzas for all the punters <laughs> afterwards. Oh, so it'd be like you, Favour, and like the other DJs, what, Dom and Justin and stuff? Or like like Airwolf? Yeah, Jazzy Torrent. Torrent was there. Jay Heasy. He was a, Jay, Jay Heasy's another one. I don't know if you met him, but he was, I haven't a, met he was basically the mayor of Werribee. He was just doing whatever he wanted. But yeah, it was it was a pretty good time. The birds are good. I like it. So it's good to be hitting a few of those spots. It's it's funny. I saw that Dom Dollar uh, pizza pop up thing, and now I I I think that's quite funny because really, oh, let's do it in Brooklyn. But really, they were just trying to recreate the Werribee days. It's sad in Werribee, yeah. <laughs> Brooklyn to Werribee, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Gong Suite, the final gig, the Pièce de Résistance, King Street, Boxing Day, which. I heard goes off its head, and I know for a fact it'll go off its head. It's Benson Boxing Day, supported by the Night Slug. Are you serious? I didn't know that. <laughs> One, two, baby, we're on. You, me, then you. The Night Slug, Benson Boxing Day. Oh, it's probably the other way around, but, man, I'm excited. Yeah. 
Mate, no, it's going to be good. I'm actually born in New. I was actually born in Newcastle, so true. You know, I you know have a couple of years get down to King Street. Um, oh, and fight people. We want to hit some people. What are yeah. you trying to do? <laughs> it's Boxing the... Day after all. Oh, it but, is Boxing um, Day. Yeah, great. Yeah, I was born in Belmont. My fam- my mum, they call families from that side. So I, my parents live up Newcastle. So I'm going to wow. be there for Christmas. I'll be there if you want to come around early. Right. Open some presents. Mate, it's going to be a lot of fun actually. So, yeah, it'll be great. They've done yeah. they've done heaps of it's like a really big Renault because obviously they don't have the Cambridge anymore. So they have um mm. they've basically bought the big Domino's building next door and they've just gutted that and now they have this huge band room. Yeah, I'll take your word for it, Sluggy. Mate, the slug knows. Slug throws down in there. It gets real slimy. Uh, <laughs> what else have we um, got here? So that's, that's cool. Going to be the last one of the tour, but and then um, I'm I've got to, I'm coming back to America to play in Utah on New Year's Eve. So hopefully I have a couple of days off towards the end to uh, you know recover, tip my toes in the beach, mm. and then then I'm out of this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Um, we should talk. We should talk a little bit about LA though. Um, we mm-hmm. should talk, is it kind of, it feels to me like if you want to build a really successful music career, you have to go to LA um, or is it America? Yeah. Well, you know, some people go to Europe, some people go to UK. Like for me, the stuff that I'm making, it, it makes more sense for me to go to America. Mm. Um, and as far as living in America, LA is probably, yeah, LA is definitely the hub. Um, there's just so many people here. Um, all doing the same thing, which is kind of great as well. It, it kind of kicks you up a gear and there's just so many different people to work with. And I also feel that um, in a, they don't really care what you've done or who you are, that people are just keen to work. Um, That's good. A little less judgmental and they just love getting and making music, um, which, is, which is great. And there's just so many like music studio facilities out here as well. When in Melbourne, there's there's not too many spots that, you know, there's a few little studios bits here and there, but there's not really like a hub of um, of music. We can just go into a, a complex and there's just, you know, shitloads of rooms and just people all working together. Mm. Um, but it is definitely um, seen some really good growth just across mm. sort of every facet. But also like it, it is very... Um, I guess you don't just move here and it happens. You really have to get out and get involved in like the community, meet people, um, you know, go, go to a lot of shows, just that classic sort of networking stuff, which is, I sort of did that already. Yeah. Professional. You're a professional networker. Yeah. But now you're still like, you're, you're about to retire from networking and then you're like, ah, oh, I got to get back in there, which I'm not complaining about because no, I do, don't mind a network. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, opportunities are great and this, it's so it's fucking huge, this joint. It's massive. Like, <laughs> there's just so many places to play. Um, like Cal- California in itself is like, you could probably play in more spots in California than the whole of Australia. Like, wow. Just, yeah, there's just um, so many like little pockets. Good quality shows to play at? Yeah. If you go to, you know, like you've got LA, you just go down the, like another couple of hours down the road, San Diego, mm, oh, got San Francisco. Yeah, and then like a whole the Bay Area, Sacramento, then you know Santa Cruz, Santa Barbara. Like, there's all these like smaller sort of towns. People play down in Orange County, famous oh, yeah. uh, for the OC. OC, I like to call it OC for short. Yeah, yeah. and you're uh, local. I get it. You're local. I get it. Yeah, and um, yeah, and there's just a lot of there's just a lot of different parties all going on at the same time in LA. So there's you know three or four really big 
sort of clubs. And then there's a lot of warehouse downtown vibes, which are a little bit more naughty. I played a couple of those. I don't know how they get away with it. It's like some legality thing, but they're open. Wow, what do you mean? What are they doing? You can't buy booze. It's it. Party's over at two. That's why there's all those house um, parties. There's all those kick-ons in LA. Yeah, so you either head up into the hills or Have you been you there? go downtown. And, Have you been to the hills? Uh, I've been to the hills. For, yeah. Well, yeah. What do you, whose house? I'm, I'm sort of just at... Um, I, know, I know what that look is. That look is, should I tell him? Yes, tell him. I know the look. I know the look. <laughs> That's, tell me. This episode is brought to you by Party Chats, the ultimate video guest book for any event. Throwing a party? Party Chats will be there. A 40th? A store opening? Opening a new business? Are you having a baby shower? Party Chats will be there. DM at Party Chats on Instagram today. Now, back to the episode. Have you heard of Calabasas? Have yeah, I heard of Calabasas? Yes, I've yeah, heard of Calabasas. Kimmy K and the girlies. Kimmy K and the girlies live out there. Yeah, the um, gals. Yeah, the gals. The gals. I was actually um I went to uh I went to a house party on the weekend there in Calabasas with a friend of mine. What? And I got there and it was this mansion, right? Of course. And these three young dudes, probably in tech, yeah. um, they seem nice, all like in their thirties, all bought this place together. So three of them just so they could just live there and just What? But like in the early thirties, but like bought the place. It must have been a fifteen million dollar house. What? And um, and then I went out the back, and it had literally its own fucking um, like Calypso Beach, and went wild. You know, how, <laughs> like, had like a floating yeah. moat. What? And I like walked in, and the guy's like, "Yeah, this man, let me show you through the place. Like this is the backyard." And I was like, "What the fuck is that a moat?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much a moat." Like I was bored, and they had like tattoo. They had tattoo. The, the tattoo station set up. They had. Did you get um, one? Yeah, I actually got my first tattoo. Ever? You've <laughs> never got. It, it, is... it just says "Be right back." That's it. <laughs> so, they, so they didn't finish the tattoo. Obviously, well done. Yeah, no, that's for you. No, um, and then there was a, they had a huge setup in in like this back sort of area, like mm. it was like a shed, like a warehouse shed. And there was this young dude DJing, and I went and started chatting to him as DJs do. Classic. And yeah. he's like, oh, do you DJ as well? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what about yourself? How'd you get into it? He's like, oh, my dad taught me. I'm like, who's your dad? He's like, Shaq. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, I know him. He's, um, I, I, I play his tune sometimes. That real tall, Miles, yeah. Miles. Oh, you mean, um, you don't mean Diesel, do you? He's oh like, yeah. my God. Yeah, he's like, my dad taught me. Like, oh, that's cool. Life. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. Hey, why don't you get him to teach you how to dunk? That seems like that would be a mm. better thing to do. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I've dunked in your dad a couple of times, actually. Would you like to uh, do a couple of would you rathers? Yeah, let's do it. Because I got, mate, I've made, so obviously, like, this is one of the first podcasts. So any of the production I've had to just make, right? So I've just mm-hmm. made it, um, you know, I've found things on Splice and stuff, like whatever. And I've just recorded yeah. my own voice. So I've got an intro. Do you want to hear it? But would you rather? Yeah, let's go. Would you rather this or would you rather that? How's the budget on this? Would you rather this or would you rather that? The budget, the budget is is non-existent. Um, so let's get into you blew, it. You blew it all on that. <laughs> Mate, I blew it all on this system, baby. Look, this is this is a fucking chaotic eyeball. You know how fucking expensive these things are? <laughs> okay. So I'm so let's do let's do the would you rather's. Would you like me? Yeah. First, would you rather? Would you rather me talk like this? Or would you rather me have a sound effect on my voice? Obviously, a sound effect. Okay. All right, well, I'll ask the question in this. Would you rather have to loudly quack like a duck 
every time you laugh or bark like a dog every time you cry? So think about it. Bark like a dog every time I cry. You don't want to bark like a dog every time you cry, mate. There's, no, there's no way. What, at a funeral? <laughs> no, because I've laughed too much. So I'd just be quacking like 80% of the time during the day. I think I think a quack could also be comedic. But the thing the problem with the dog bark is I think the dog bark could be I can't imagine being sad and crying and barking. Like Nan's you know, Nan passes away. Poor Nan, Nan's dead. Love you, Nan. Oh, oh. It can't happen. You know what I'm saying? Mid 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 speech at the funeral you start barking. That's what I'm saying. Do you wanna do that? You wanna be able yeah, to but, never go to a funeral again, mate. It's it's weird it's weirder, so I I would rather do that. Okay, all right. I'll put the voice on again. Would you rather fight one, also this is this one's pretty popular, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? What are you fighting? One horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? 100 duck-sized horses. That's 100 is a lot. 100 is a uh, lot. Just- <laughs> I know that's why it's so funny. I it's to the death. It's to the just death. Seeing a hundred tiny. So either they die or you die. A hundred. You getting through a hundred? I, I just I have a feeling that I could probably take down at least eighty to eighty-five of, of them, and I okay. feel like, um, like a horse-sized duck. I, I think it would have it over me, to be honest. You see, um, you know what horses went, are massive. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're big and ducks are kind of like, they're not weak. Like I'll flap you up. Yeah. They'll, they'll flap me the fuck up. Put the voice back on. Would you rather win $25,000 or have your best friend win a hundred thousand dollars? 25. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck they're not giving me a cent anyway. No. Well, that was my next thing as well. You'd be like, oh, maybe we could split it. No, there's no splitting. You get nothing. No, fuck them. No, fuck them. And I thought you'd say that. Cost of living crisis. You think I'm going to just give away that? No way. Mate, see the rents in America? Not happening. All right, well, that was would you rather? (laughs) Would you rather this or would you rather that? Dude, that was so fun. That was (laughs) fucking fun. I'm doing that every time. Um, Mm -hmm. Have I got any other questions for you? What else have I got? Um, I don't have a lot more questions, but I do have some questions from some people if you'd like to hear them. Yeah. I have some like, it's like, comes question time. Holy shit. This is so pro. Let's Thank go. you. And yeah, I did that on Ovox. So see, I'm in the game, baby. I'm in the game. All right. First question uh, was a written uh, DM from uh, John. John? Yeah, John in um, in East Melbourne wants to know um, when you're coming back to the Mustard Lounge. What the fuck? How does John from East Melbourne know about the Mustard Lounge? I don't, I, I don't even know about the Mustard Lounge. I was hoping you would tell me about the Mustard Lounge. John, who's, who's John? Mustard Lounge is a place that me and Adam, was a house that we lived in behind Revolver and the, and the walls were yellow. Oh, and, fuck. Um, Why? Yeah, one, it was just one. The house was like really nice. It was like a four-story place. It was way too fancy. Oh. There's three of us that lived there. It was me, Adam, and my friend Lockie. And the walls were yellow and um, we just started calling it the Mustard Lounge. Mm. Um, and there was many of naughty times in that lounge. What do you mean? Um, On the lounge? In the lounge? Just the lounge was just the name of the house, the Mustard Lounge. Like that was the name of the place because the walls were just yellow. Um, and then we actually got quite carried away where 
uh, we had a rooftop and we created the Muscle Lounge rooftop cinema and we'd had like signs and shit. We would have screenings in the roof. And then we started the Muscle Lounge um, juice bar. So like uh, the housemate, Tom, when he was living there, he would fire up the juice in the morning and he actually made a full on like pitch deck. Um, it was called Muscle, I think it was called the Muscle Bros Juice Co. Um, and yeah, then he actually designed uh, football jumpers, the Mustard uh <laughs> for the Muscle Lounge Football Club. Um, <laughs> fully 3D rendered ones with like, and it was sponsored by the Mustard Bros Juice Co and the Mustard Lounge Rooftop Cinema. And You guys are idiots. You guys have too much time on your hands. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm glad, so glad you're in America now because it just, you just, there's a look behind your eyes that is focused. And that Benson, it sounds like a lot of fun. It <laughs> doesn't sound like there's much happening other than, what else can we take the fucking piss out of today? <laughs> or maybe that's Adam. That could be Adam. That might be Adam's fault. He's actually out here at the moment. I just caught up with him the other week. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we actually had a party the other week and I was, I was leaving um, mm. leaving where he was staying at like six in the morning. I'm like wrapping up. The sun was coming up. <laughs> We've been up quite late. Oh, yeah. That, that, that doesn't sound like him, does it? Doesn't sound like him. No. And then he just pokes his head over the fence where his car was parked in, Santa, uh, in Venice. And he's like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake, my car's been stolen. <laughs> And I was like, all righty, mate. Well, that's me. Good luck with that. I'm out of here. See ya. <laughs> what do you mean? Adam. Yeah. Oh, that was shit. funny. That's a good time, man. Yeah, and the, I think the police came around and um, he was trying to keep it together. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the cop was just looking at him just going, mate, are you sure you haven't lost your car? You just, <laughs> have you just forgotten where you parked it? And he's like, I swear, officer. Someone's <laughs> taken it. That, that was here. It's not here anymore. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, so someone actually did take it to, for the record. Okay. All right. No, they, yeah. Illegal, illegal stuff they were doing in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a voice question if you want to hear that. You want to do that? That works? Yeah. Go for it. Hello. Uh, my name is uh, Sarah. Um, I just had a quick question for. For Benson, um, I love going to gigs, but I just wanted to know how do you uh, how do you be that person that gets to dance behind the DJ? Like mm. if they're you know like if they're on stage, how do I get back there? Mm. And how do I hang out and look like a you know, look like that cool kid? Um, okay, love you, bye. That's a good one. Sarah wants to know how yeah, you, I mean, you, you be, you be the cool kid. I'll probably the pass day. this one over to you because that's what you usually do fucking every time they're at a nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just have to flatter the DJs as much as possible. Uh, cause they're all, cause Start a podcast. <laughs> you got to get a podcast first. <laughs> and go, oh yeah, I'll come up with you. That's it. Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about that. What, how are you with people behind the decks? Would you prefer to be up there by yourself, leave me alone? Or what do you do? I think there is a good vibe when people are having fun behind you as well. There's also, you know, I'm sure like everyone gets like this, but when you watch like a boiler room and people are just so close, it is sometimes a little bit too much, but I don't know. It's not that difficult. Um, And sometimes it does look good when people are up there having a ripping time. And it's just good to just have people around you, you know, get us a drink. It adds to the allure. Get us a drink. Yeah. Get us a drink. Get us another one. (laughs) They still doing food. Like us some chippies. Yeah. yeah. You got any chippies? What do you got in that bag? Chippies? Money? Oh, no, I, don't, I don't do that. Thanks. I'm driving. Okay. Yeah. 25K. Is that the rate? How much? Is that how much you're charging now you live in LA? 25K? No, just to get on stage. The oh, fees sorry. are double that, triple that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I think 
we've had a great chat. Um, I've had a ball. Thank you for hanging out with me, man. Um, please tell your housemate apologies for disrupting his Monday night football day. Uh, yeah, I will. I'll pass it on. If you can. Hopefully Adam finds the um, car. That's, that's so funny. Uh, <laughs> so funny. Thanks for coming on. I'll see you when you're in the country, baby. Mate, thanks for having me on the guest list. I've bloody enjoyed it. On the what? On the guest list. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck is the guest list? The guest list. I'm a duck. <laughs> Love you, brother. Want more guest list? Follow Rowan on Instagram at guestlistpod or hit bell on Spotify and follow there as well. I'm learning there is a lot of things to follow. Rowan says it's important. I think he's needy, but he means well. Thank you. I'm Madeline. See you next week. Goodbye.